You're going to be gone for Friday the 13th, though. I know. How, who am I supposed to get a Friday the 13th tattoo with? <laughs> I'll just get your name tattooed on you. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, that's my birthday present to you. Oh my god, that what would What if be... I just like pulled my shirt up and had your name tattooed on my tummy? I'd be like, if that's what you're doing for my 29th birthday, like, I don't want to... Oh yeah, because <laughs> like, I was like, just wait. Like, in order to save you, I need to stop being friends with you. <laughs> came to your apartment between seeing you last night at 10 p.m. and now and had your name tattooed on me, you would be concerned. Yeah. I, mean, I give you full permission to be super concerned. Uh, I mean, I'd be flattered, but. No, if you did that, I'd be hella concerned. I'd yeah. be like, I need to call your parents immediately. I'd be so concerned. Like, I do irrational stuff sometimes, but. That's a, that's a little that's a little out there. Oh, it's kind of incredible. An incredible idea though. I'm not don't worry, I'm not gonna do it. That would be absurd. But but in like a different dimension mm. of our lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's almost Libra or it is Libra season. <laughs> it is Libra season. Which means like my I feel way too <clears throat> rational to do something like that. Yeah. Good. Mm -hmm. Good. I heard that Virgo, I on like the thing about constellations I was mm. watching, um, technically like the seasons aren't as uniform as they actually are. And Virgo season is like the longest. Oh, really? Season. Interesting. Yeah. It's, it just like had this picture of this woman like laying, because it's a, I guess, a virgin. A woman. Yeah, I don't know. And. It was like so much bigger than like, <laughs> a, yeah, than like the Scorpio or it's like the Maiden or the Virgin, yeah. which I hate. <laughs> I hate that. Also, I'm gonna check to see if I have bagel in my mouth. <laughs> bagel in my teeth. <laughs> oh my god, I don't. I'm also wearing my Capricorn shirt. I know. I love it. Let's hope that you don't have to put this episode together in six second oh, increments. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Yes, I can't so, believe that that's a thing that you did. So anyone that was listening on the last episode of the Snack Time, if it was a little scratchy, it's because I was an idiot and moved the file on my computer. I was like, I'm going to be super productive today and organize my computer and do all this. But the way, like, Audacity works is it, like, links from smaller oh, God. files. So if you, like, move it to... My, like you can move it like save it in different folders but I was like completely moving everything around and it unlinked so I had all the like raw like six second files I can't believe you did that <laughs> and had to put them back but those files aren't compressed so right. like the the sound is you guys good. Aaron put together a whole episode in six second mm -hmm. increments how are we not getting paid yet? I know. How do we not I have ads? Like, I must really love this podcast if I'm like, will it? Because I'm like, I don't want this to like go to waste. Right. I, I'm like, right, we recorded right. a good episode. To be fair though, if you had been like, we got to scrap this, I would have been like, yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, I would never in a million years be like, I really think you, Aaron, alone should put in the time to put six second pieces together. <laughs> What is my version? I don't do shit for this podcast. I just show up sometimes on time. 
Oh my god, I need to contribute more. Oh, no, you're fine. Well, here's the thing. My contribution is getting your name tattooed okay. on my head. All right. Now, th- now that's your rational. That's the rational Libra coming we, across. We built it into, yeah. yeah, we've built it. We've made it okay. Good. Perfect. Welcome oh, to Adjunct yes. Astrologers. Adjunct Astrologers. I'm Erin. I'm Michelle. And today we're talking about constellations. I'm really excited. Yeah. There are a lot of them. There are. (laughs) There are. Because go back and listen to our snack time Mm -hmm. episode and I have a little trivia question on there about it. That made me realize how little I know Mm -hmm. about constellations. Yeah. They're pretty cool. Yeah. I learned some cool stuff. Yeah, I did get a little like the it, when I was watching the documentary about mm. the constellations. It got it was like very sciencey. It was like yeah. a National Geographic one, and I did start to get a little freaked out. Normally, normally when I'm like researching for this podcast, my fear of space is dampened. Right, but watching that documentary, right. I was like, okay, space is real big. Really, <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like a lot of times we talk about space, even when we talk about actual astronomy, it's like through the frame of astrology. Yeah. But this episode is like actually about astronomy. So Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I get that, that it would be like a little overwhelming. Yeah. And I was just like, there's so many stars. Yeah. (laughs) And they're so far away. And then I was like, but where does it end? And then what's beyond Let's just so, go back to school for astronomy. Okay. okay. I'm <laughs> fine with that. So, should I go? Yeah. First, since I did more, like, the background-ish. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Because mine is very much, like, here's things Michelle thinks are funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll be a good balance. Yeah. I'll get the, like, science Mine gets very historical and good. kind of science Do you talk about... Not a whole lot of astrology. Ptolemy. <laughs> I do talk about Ptolemy. I was like, it's just Ptolemy, right? Yeah, because okay. I was watching in the in the documentary. They said the name Ptolemy, so I like was googling Ptolemy, like, yeah. and I was like, who the fuck is this person they were talking about? And then I read in Wikipedia as I was reading about constellations, and I found. And you were like, oh, I was like, Ptolemy. God, got it. Uh, he's one of those ancient guys. Yeah, a million years ago. He's real. 150 BCE, I believe is mm-hmm. funny. I have it. Second century is what down. I I read, so that would be right. Somewhere down here. It, BCE is after the Lord, right? No, that's wait. I don't know. Is it BCE? Is that different than BC? Because isn't, isn't it, like, the old, like, what it normally is, B.C. is before Christ, and yeah. then A.D. is after death? Anno Domini, I thought. Oh. I I thought he was, um, he was post, post the Lord, Ptolemy. Okay. But either way, yeah. <laughs> right around that time, within a century or two of yeah. the, the, <laughs> the Lord, the resurrection. <laughs> I mean, I learned on the the documentary that we're just a blink (laughs) oh you're in it right now like it doesn't even matter it doesn't matter yeah that was another reason i think i was like feeling weird yesterday good (laughs) lots of of stuff so a constellation 
is a group of stars that makes an imaginary outline in the sky. As I said in the last episode, there are 88 constellations that astronomers have set up to kind of map out the sky. Right. They cover the entire sky, right? The way that they've been organized. Mm -hmm. There's no part of the sky that's like not part of a an official constellation yeah and it it, what that was in in 1922 and it was decided upon upon by the international astronomical union the iau the same people that picked out pluto (laughs) in my mind i like i was like yeah the iud (laughs) (laughs) and then i was like nope 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 that's not what it is the iou Um, (laughs) so each part of the sky has its own constellation. It's like a map for the sky. Some interesting facts are that these constellations are not that far away from us, Mm -hmm. relatively speaking. So if you were to go out to like the star Vega, which is one of the brightest stars in the sky, all the constellations would be completely different. So Mm -hmm. the constellations are very much based off of our perception of them because the stars are different distances away. Isn't that crazy? Mm -hmm. That was a thing that I learned. Like in one constellation, those stars might be different distances from Earth. Yeah. Yeah. And astronomers don't really have any way to like tell exactly how far they are away but one of the the cool ways that they can kind of tell the distance of stars is called parallax and it's where they take a picture of a star exactly six months apart Mm. so they take a picture of the same star and then six months later take a picture of it again and since the earth doesn't it's on kind of a like it spins like a top the ecliptic uh, revolution. Which episode did we talk about that in? I don't remember. I think but we did talk about that. Maybe the eclipse episode. No, because it was the precession. It might have been the one right after the eclipse. Episode. Right after the eclipse. Episode. Yeah, and so they take a picture, and there's going to be like a change in where the star is, and it is the larger the distance that the changes, the closer the star is. Oh. So the way that they explained it on this documentary was when you hold a finger in front of your eye and you close oh. one eye. Now you know we're both it, doing it. Yeah. <laughs> for those of you listening at home. <laughs> yes, for those of you listening at home, hold a finger up, close your close one eye, and then close the other, and it moves. So Well, it doesn't move. You just see it well, from different. Yeah. <laughs> But it, it looks like it's moving. It right. like hits different places. It's like a gif. <laughs> yeah, basically. So that's how they tell the difference. Okay. One way. And then another way is by brightnesses. They'll like mm. kind of figure out what type of star it is and how bright it is. But it's just a guesstimate. It's, Interesting. Yeah. So a lot of these constellations, the stars that are in it are actually groups of stars. Mm. They're... Stars technically are not, or typically are not solo creatures, I think think, um, one scientist put it. So normally stars are grouped together. About 60% of the stars in the sky are either a duo or triple or like a cluster of stars. And so the sun is kind of an anomaly in that, in that it like doesn't have a partner. (gasps) It just... That we know of. (laughs) That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. And 
There are also asterisms. Yeah, I read about those too. So asterisms are recognizable groups of stars, but they're not an actual constellation. So like the Big and Little Dipper are part of constellations. Yeah, I didn't know that until Mm -hmm. this morning when I was reading about that. They're in Ursa Major and Ursa Minor, and Ursa Major is a bear and... Ursa Minor's a little bear. Yeah. (laughs) A little bear. Lesser bear, yeah. Something about like they... So an asterism can be made up of stars from different constellations Mm -hmm. too. Like... So Orion's belt is like a right, right, right. because it's part of the Orion mm-hmm. constellation. So the zodiac constellations, mm-hmm. they fall on the ecliptic. Right. So that's how the 12 zodiac constellations were chosen. Yeah. And all those were named by Ptolemy. Yes. Ptolemy. Ptolemy. So people have been looking at the sky forever. We talked about this in our full moon episode. Yeah. I feel like I, I, as I was researching this, I was like, oh, we've talked about lots of little, yeah. lots of little different things. And one scientist in this documentary I was watching said that it was man's first calendar, the stars. Mm-hmm. It was the first navigation tool. So he kind of made it, he made the claim that by people charting the stars and looking at the, the stars and using it as a, as a map, and as a calendar was kind of man's first invention or mm. man's first leap of thought. Interesting. Yeah, which is cool. I don't know if that's true or not, but yeah. that's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> the earliest evidence of constellations comes from stones and clay tablets in Mesopotamia, which is modern-day Iraq, and... That was dating back to 3000 BC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was a long time ago. <laughs> a billion years ago. A billion years ago, basically. And then the the bulk of the Mesopotamian constellations were created within, this was interesting, a sh- very short interval mm. of 1300 BC and 1000 BC. Oh, so, so like 300 years? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And... The Babylonians in the the Bronze Age, the Middle Bronze Age, which was around 3000 BC, <clears throat> they were the first ones to connect the stars to math, mm. to like mathematical equations and things like that. The classical zodiac yeah. is a product of a revision, of, and I'm I'm reading off of this. This is from Wikipedia. A revision of the old Babylonian system in later Neo-Babylonian astrology, which was in the 6th century BC. So the the zodiac of this can also be seen in the... There are some, some similarities between the zodiac and the Hebrew Bible, particularly in the books of Ezekiel and Revelation. Spooky. Yeah. And so, like, the lion is in there, the bull, mm. the man... Uh, Scorpio, um, those can all be seen in there. Interesting. Mm-hmm. In ancient Egypt, they are were also very interested in the stars, and they had a lot of traditions that went along with like when you could see certain stars at certain places, and they used it a lot for like agriculture and mm. and farming and stuff like that. And there is some debate that the Great Pyramids, the three Great Pyramids, connect to Orion's Belt, right? Some scientists just dispute it. Others say that is because it it for, it's like a flipped version of 
of Orion's belt. Yeah. And there's a a shoot in because it was it was for burials. Mm-hmm. And there the shoot that points towards the I think the north points directly to where Orion would have been at that mm. time. And they didn't believe it was Orion. They believed it was, I'm not going to remember the name and I don't think I wrote it down. They believed it was a, a goddess of like, or a god of like the underworld. So mm. they, they believed that kind of by pointing this shoot towards, towards this constellation that yeah. you would have everlasting It life. was like guiding mm-hmm. people to the Interesting. Yeah. Spooky. Yeah. So now we get to... He's a Roman astrologer and astronomer, mm-hmm. and he kind of took all of this research and wrote it down. Right. So he was the first one to very much chart these constellations, and so he, he didn't discover all of this, right. but he collected it. And he named a lot of mm-hmm. them. Or he gave them names that are still used today, we yes. should say. Yeah, yeah, he gave them 48 names. Right. Or 48 of the names that he gave are still still being used. One, there's 47, I thought. Oh, I really? There's, there's only one of his 48 that is no longer used that I'm going to talk about. Actually. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. I'm interested to hear about that. Yeah. He also blended the idea of the stars in astrology. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, so he had one book that was called, it was in Latin, so I'm not going to... Yeah, I don't remember. I remember seeing it and was like, eh, yeah, Latin book. Yeah, so he had one book that was... If you're here for, like, intense, like, yeah. AP test info, you're in the wrong place. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I'm not sorry. <laughs> Google um, it. Yeah, Google it. So there was what He had one book that was very much based on astronomy. Mm-hmm. And it was the one that had all the constellations and the names and the charts and all of that. And then he had one that was on astrology. Oh. and uh, But it, it was way less popular yeah. than the ast- astronomical one. And he treated it, he treated astrology from a very scientific kind of point of view. I mean, obviously it's astrology, but uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. And, and he said that even though you can you can connect it to people. You also have to take into account where they were born, mm-hmm. how they grew up, things like that. And he was in, I had 150 BC, but. I only you know, ever saw blank. 2nd century, but I didn't okay. see any, so. Around that time. Whatever. Yeah. We could totally Google it right now. <laughs> I could totally look it up, but. Oh, and he also believed that that you needed to know, like, the exact place where also the sun and the moon was when you were born to take Mm. into account with these with these things wikipedia says he lived from 100 to 170 a.d oh okay then i had it written down but you know that's only like a hundred years after zombie jesus yeah (laughs) yep and also he took into account the remember on the elements episode we mm. were talking about the uh, the dr- drying and the the like wet seasons and how that right. created the elements he also took that into account when thinking about the zodiac so he said that that had effect on people and the earth and and that and like connected it to to the oh, stars okay um, earth wind and fire yeah <laughs> yep earth wind and fire so <laughs> That's kind of the history that I found cool. for constellations. Um, 
Yeah, I think it's cool that that we still yeah use those Most those old them. names. Yeah. yeah, I think it's crazy. Yeah. Um. So I did a lot of just like looking at the list of eighty eight constellations the 88 modern constellations there's a really good list on wikipedia which is where most of this is called from so as aaron said that modern list was established in 1922 by the international astronomical union but a lot of them are most of them are constellations that were named and charted like in the 16 and 1700s so there were ptolemy's which, you know, as we said, are from, like, the second century. But then there are a lot from 1600s and 1700s when people were really getting into, like, telescopes and, Mm -hmm. you know, making instruments to look at and chart the sky. So I thought that was cool that even though it was, like, established officially in 1922, it wasn't, like, that's when all of it was discovered. A lot of it is, like, really old knowledge that has been proved and proved again in order to be like recognized now um so i think you might have said this the last time we talked about constellations on the snack time episode but i just want to say again um the 88 constellations depict 42 animals 29 inanimate objects and 17 humans or mythological characters does that add up to 88 42 plus 29 plus 17 because there's one geographical figure or geographical feature that I learned after I wrote down that fact. Hmm. I'm not going to even try to do it in my head. What is it? 42 plus... 29 29 plus 17. 17. 88. So one of those numbers is off (laughs) because there's... Yeah, because... So it says animals, inanimate objects, and mythological characters, but there's actually one of those 88 that's named after a mountain in South Africa. So one of those numbers is off. I should have totally looked (laughs) but um so 42 of the 42 animals a lot of them were given those names by Ptolemy um he actually so they're one of my favorite facts is there are three constellations that are dogs there's the uh lesser dog the greater dog or Canis Minor and Canis Major and then one that was like Canis something in Latin (laughs) that I didn't know how to pronounce um you're just like good boy (laughs) yeah I was just like yeah good good dogs good dogs and the two dogs that I keep wanting to say Ptolemy that Ptolemy named Mm -hmm. are like traditionally represented as following Orion the hunter so I thought that was cool cool. like illustrations of them are you know they're like running after him like good boys (laughs) like good little hunting dogs (laughs) um so of those 42 animals there's an eagle so these are in addition to the animals of the zodiac Mm -hmm. so like the ram the fucking sea goat (laughs) um the crab the bull scorpion anyway there's an eagle a crow a swan a dolphin a pony a rabbit or hare a wolf multiple fish a snake and two bears oh yeah there's a lot of fish in there there's like a it said dolphin and then dolphin fish and i was like some (laughs) asshole just had to come in and be like dolphin fish too (laughs) so some of the weirdest though that i liked were named by 
this 18th century French guy named Nicolas Louis de Lacaille, who's just like referred to as Lacaille. I don't know if I'm saying that mm. correctly. I'm pretty sure I. It's L A C A I L L E. I was thinking it's like Versailles, like Lacaille. Yeah. I was like, couldn't turn on the sound when I, because (laughs) I wasn't alone. No, just this morning I was not alone and didn't want to wake someone up. So I was like, how do I silently try to figure out how this is pronounced? Um, But anyway, he was like a super nerd, Mm -hmm. like really into math, got into like the National Institute of Science or something in France when he was like a young person. And in 1750, he traveled to South Africa to, because he wanted to determine the distances of planets from Earth using trigonometry, which, mm-hmm. like, hadn't been done before. Mm-hmm. Um, and while he was there, he also... So, he cataloged nearly 10,000 stars. Holy crap. Yeah. And then also introduced 14 new constellations. Wow. And unlike Ptolemy, who named most of... So, to, like, all of Ptolemy's are animals or mythological cre- uh, characters. So, mm-hmm. he has, like... Hydra, which is like the monster, and uh, Perseus, and Andromeda. Um, this nerdy guy named all of his after scientific instruments. <laughs> Gross. No. <laughs> yeah. So one of my favorites is microscopium. (laughs) That's my tattoo. (laughs) Microscopium. It does not look like a fucking microscope. I looked at pictures of it and it's just like an L. It's like a U shape almost. Like L and then there's like a little bracket on the other side to make it like a J actually. Or like a backwards J. Mm -hmm. And I'm like this is not fucking microscope. But he also named constellations after an air pump. (laughs) And I was like, what is that? And it's like some, like, because he was in like the 1700s, so it's some super old looking air pump. Not like a thing you like pump your bike tire. Yeah, that's like like, what was in my mind. Yeah. Multiple compasses, a pendulum clock, Mm -hmm. an octant, 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 which is like a instrument for measurement in ship navigation and then a telescope i'm pretty sure the telescope one is like telescopium but i don't know for sure but my personal favorite Uh is the poop deck there's a constellation called the poop deck oh my god imagine if that was your sign what's your sign (laughs) that's what i'm gonna get tattooed on me it's like actually it's called the poop deck You're like, oh, is that, like, the Big Dipper? Like, no, it's the poop deck just right here in my arm. Um, So the Latin name for this constellation is Poopies. I shit you not. Ayo! I was about to make a Uranus joke, so... (laughs) Um, So it's a constellation in the southern uh, celestial hemisphere, and it was originally part of what Wikipedia described as an overlarge constellation that was described by Ptolemy, and it was the ship of Jason and the Argonauts, and it was called Argo Navis, not Navis, or just Argo. Mm-hmm. And uh, this super nerd, Lakai, broke it up into three smaller constellations, the sails, the keel, which is like the bottom of the boat, 
that the hull is built on. It's kind of like the lowest part, the foundation. And a lot of times it has a fin that like mm-hmm. goes down into the water. So the sails, the keel, and the poop deck, which I didn't know like what a poop deck actually was, but it's a deck that forms the roof of a cabin in the rear of a ship. And I don't know why it's called poop, but I don't think it's because it's in the rear yeah. of the ship. That seems too on the nose. I feel like the only reason I knew that was because of Muppet Treasure. But do they say like this is the roof of a cabin in the ship? Or you just knew that because it, it's like on it was like on the back of oh, the ship. Okay. Yeah. Like I knew it was a thing because of like pirate movies, but I yeah. never knew like technically. What exactly? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, those are my favorite constellations: the three dogs, uh, microscopium, and the poop deck. <laughs> there are a lot of like um, other people who like swooped in in the late 1700s and made like lesser constellations mm. like um like there's a lesser lion a bunch of the zodiac have constellations like lesser have ones. lesser ones and i wanted to look up like why yeah. or what that means to just be like a lesser and i think it just means like a smaller similar alignment okay. of stars but so yeah. he cataloged 10,000 stars 10,000 stars and of those 10,000 like, in that process, he introduced 14 new constellations. And I'm not... I think all of them are part of that 88. That's so many. If you... I I read that if you go out and, like, look at the sky and, like, can, like, really adjust your eyes, you can see about, like, 15. Wow. Stars? Yeah. So he named a lot, or cataloged a yeah. lot of Apparently, them. like, the specific place he was in South Africa... Which he, the only constellation that he named that wasn't an instrument was Table Mountain, which is like a landmark Mm. in South Africa. Mm -hmm. But he was in the Cape of Good Hope. And apparently that, you can see like a particularly large amount of the sky there. That's why he went there. Yeah. Awesome. My favorite constellation, I need to look it up, because it was when I was watching this documentary, and it's the... It's the swan. Oh, right. You were saying that. And it's called Cygnus. And the reason that it's so... That I really liked it was because a lot of its stars have, like, either... I think its eye is a star that's, like, about to explode. And then its heart is, like, a black hole. So (gasps) it used to be a star. Yeah. I don't know exactly... I wish I wrote it down. Yeah. But... Part of it, like, or maybe in its wing, I think maybe there's a black hole, and the black hole is going to, like, eat another star from the constellation. So, like, this constellation is, like, eating itself, and also, like, its eye is, like, a huge, like, gas giant. (laughs) That's crazy. I was like, damn, that's a, like metaphorical yeah that's an intense it's the swan song yeah it really is it's got some shit going on whoa we should we'll post that documentary on twitter yeah yeah it it was it was real cool and it also showed that like stars are like constantly moving so right right fast they look like they aren't moving at all right they're like they're going faster than our fastest spaceship wow and we also and those are the slow stars. Like right. other stars, like we can't even comprehend how fast well, they're going. We see the delay, right? So yeah. like 
where we see them probably isn't even where they are. Yeah. And like these constellations, like some of them could already be burned out and we wouldn't know. Wow. Because they'd be so far away. Yeah. I think it's crazy that, or yeah, that the way that these 88 were codified means that like they map out the entire sky. That seems so crazy to me. Mm -hmm. But also like it maps out the sky, but so earth centric yeah it's geocentric it's like it's like the whole sky but it's like so so geocentric i don't know i found it yeah i i liked researching it yeah it was super interesting none of them fucking look like what they're called though i know no (laughs) the scale's like yeah kind of because it's like (laughs) but (laughs) i just like move my hands it's not important Uh, (laughs) um so do we want to write horoscopes for people? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so I think we're going to post um, on Twitter about this or on across social media, but we want to raise some money for hurricane relief in Puerto Rico. Um, mm-hmm. So we haven't picked an organization yet, but we're going to post um, that if you send us uh, like a receipt or a donation confirmation for yeah. any amount above like five bucks, we'll write you a horoscope. Mm-hmm. So you can just send it, send that receipt um, to our email or to us via Twitter. And I feel like if you would rather us not see the amount, you can also just include some sort of confirmation. That's up yeah. to you. But just so that we know that you donated, yeah. um, and then we'll write you a horoscope. So yes. you also have to send us your birthday. Yes, yeah, send us. Or you can just send us your rising and yeah, um, your sign and your, your rising yeah. sign. Or send us your birthday and we can do your life path number. <gasps> yeah. So just let us know what you want. Like whether you want your life path number read <laughs> or if you want your horoscope. Um, and we'll do that for you. Yes. Cool. All right. Stay safe out there, everyone. Bye. Bye.